This week's episode of The Break Room Boys is brought to you by The Nap and Slap. Nate, if you're like me, you often struggle to wake up from a deep sleep, whether it be that morning alarm that comes impossibly fast or the sound of an afternoon nap coming to an end. Sometimes you just can't help but hit snooze a time or two. For some, for some folks, the loudest alarm or even a vibrating alarm clock simply isn't enough. Enter the Nap and Slap. Its proprietary technology includes a digital clock, an extendable arm and hand, which, when prompted by the alarm, performs a stern slap right to your sleeping face. The Nap and Slap arm extends up to five feet and has three degrees of slap intensity. Love tap, passive aggressive, and Russian concussion. Simply set your desired time and intensity and watch oversleeping become a thing of the past. The nap and slap has no snooze feature. In fact, attempting to suppress the device will only cause more intense and frequent strikes, ensuring your sleep ends immediately. Despite popular request and inquiry, the, the nap and slap does not make a closed fist nor perform a stroking motion. Order today with promo code BOYS, that's B-O-Y-S, and get 30% off, as well as the limited edition Will Smith model. Stop hitting snooze and start waking up to a helping hand with the nap and slap. Welcome to another episode of The Break Room Boys. I'm Nate, and that's Lucas. Howdy, howdy. And we're back. We took the week off. Uh, we're getting this one out pretty late, too, but by God, we're releasing an episode. We've had a lot going on. The both of us, we both uh, took some trips last week. We both had to deal with the the fun of travel, um, me via multiple flights. Lucas, you went on a camping trip and uh, we'll get into that a little bit. But we've got all sorts of things that we want to talk about this week. A lot going on in the sports world, as you know, we tend to cover. But uh, we've got some other stuff that's happened as well that we will definitely get to. So Yeah, we, I, uh, we took a brief hiatus. Uh, I think we earned it probably after uh, all our long, hard work, cranking out, what, four episodes? Yeah, man. Uh, I needed a vacation after all of that in- insane amount of work that we've done so far. So yeah, sometimes much deserved. When you when you got your head down grinding, just plugging away every day for so long as we have um, with our once a week recordings, it you, you got to take some time away. You got to reset, um, and so it's it's good to be back, man. Uh, back to the grind. Yeah, we're we're recording this on a Thursday. We normally record on Tuesday, so. Um, I've seen you since we we've gotten back in town. Obviously, we've talked a little bit about this stuff, but uh, yeah, we got a couple weeks worth of uh, both personal uh, uh, experience and some some stuff that happened in, in the in the sporting world as well. So, I think the best place to start off because you told me a great story about um, something that you did on your your hiatus, and that was you and Callie's trip out, or I, I was gonna say out west. Pretty northwest, Panhandle of Texas, somewhere I've actually never been. So why don't you start us off with that? Because that sounded fun. Yeah, we uh, we went uh, with a couple friends uh, that you know, obviously John and Sarah. Um, we've had it planned for a while. Uh, we went up to Caprock Canyon State Park, which is a uh, yeah a part of the state I I had never been either. It's up like between Lubbock and Amarillo. Um, the the drive there was was not super scenic. Uh, I saw a lot of. Uh, windmill. I, I guess they're turbines, right? Not windmills or whatever. Same shit. Um, Same shit. A lot yeah. of those for the first time. That was kind of cool. Um, and then we got there, and the park was beautiful. Uh, it's in this canyon. The campground was like in this really beautiful area. Um, it has the state, the Texas state bison herd, 
Um, and so saw a bunch of bison for the first time. That was pretty sick. Um, by the way, just th- side note, they shit more than any animal I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how I many. It. I don't know how many there were. We saw a lot. I, just by the pure amount of shit, I'm guessing the herd has to be in the thousands. Several thousand. <laughs> it's thirty percent of the ground is just bison shit. It's a very unique looking turd too. It's like a flaky Pillsbury biscuit, and it's like very large. And, um, but yeah, other than that, really, really beautiful area. Uh, these big red rocks, like this just cool part of the state that I didn't even know Texas really had. And um, we get there. We plan to do primitive camping. We knew it would be a bit of a hike to the campground, um, and so we we knew that was probably in the cards. We'd have to we'd have to trek a bit, but we wanted to be out alone. You know, it, Callie had mapped out this whole spot. This trip was really she loves to plan shit. For the people listening to this who know Callie, um, she loves to plan trips. She was on top of all this, uh, and so she had this area picked out. Well, we get there, uh, and we have a lot of shit. We've overpacked. Our friends have severely overpacked. They've got three coolers, um, just all kinds of stuff. There's four people, three dogs. And so we we check in, decide maybe primitive is not the way to go because we see these other spots that have a electric plug-in. They have running water. Oh, that's nice. And so we're like, that's very convenient. We could check that out. And so we go to the spot they give us. And one, you can't really see the canyon at all. It's like not much of a view. We're basically in a parking spot. Um, and we're like 10 feet from a family in an RV and then someone else on our other side. And so we're like, well, we didn't really drive five hours to sit in a parking spot <laughs> next to fucking, you know, the, the, the wife and kids over here. And so, um, we wanted to be a little bit more secluded. So we go back up to the office and we're like, well, you know what? We, we will check out a primitive spot. The one Callie had looked at was called the South Prong Trail. We thought it was about a mile from where you park. So we'd have to tote all our shit. Mm-hmm. We we had a ton of shit. We knew it'd take more than one trip, but a mile doesn't take that long, even if you're pulling some shit out there. Yeah, it's um, not too bad. And again, we didn't know how the trail was going to be, and so we get out there, load up our wagons, load up as much shit as we can put on our backs. <laughs> it's not very hot that day. You got but your chuck wagon off. Yeah, we did, dude. We were the fucking Oregon Trail, just ready to set off. And no we, one died of dysentery. We almost. Did, I was going to say we uh, didn't quite die off, but we. It uh, got contentious, and so we start making our way along the trail. I shit you not, about 100 feet into the trail, just very steep drop. One of the wagons tips over. We drop shit. We're, we're 100 feet in. We're spilling shit already. Uh, this little bungee cords are coming loose, and we're, and we're all flustered. Me and John are like, what the fuck is going on here? And so um, we keep moving. We get it together. The trail gets a little bit easier. Um, the parts where it was, like, really, really dry, like rock, well, it wasn't too difficult. Unfortunately, a lot of the trail was like sand and mm. it just these heavy wagons that are like fucking tailgate wagons you're meant to pull on like concrete. And so elevation changes, like it's kicking our ass, it's wearing us out. Like it is the toughest workout I've ever had in my life. I shit you not. It was wow. exhausting. And so we, uh, we're like halfway in and we know we're like, this sucks, but we're not going to have to do it again until Sunday morning. And so then we, we pass a guy. He's walking toward us, and he's like, hey, you guys are doing good. You're about halfway there. Oh, and we no. were like, are you fucking kidding? Because we thought it was around the corner. We're like, we got to be almost there. We're like almost a mile <laughs> in. It's right around the corner. We got like one more hill to get over. And the guy's like, yeah, you're about halfway there. And dude, I wanted to just grab the nearest rock and just pound my head in. Because you y'all didn't have everything on that first no, trip. No, we couldn't get everything. And we had stuff we needed back of the truck, like the grill, right. the fire pit that we were going to cook with that night. We had to have that. <laughs> 
And so we finally, finally get there. The last, like, 100 yards are just, of course, the, the worst incline there is. And so, like, we, we make it up to the campsite. John hadn't eaten that day, so he just, like, pukes when we get up there because he's exhausted. We've been pulling this shit out in the sun. And uh, we hang out, regroup, catch our breath, and then me and Callie and Sarah just made another trip. And it wasn't as heavy the second time. Still fucking sucked. Yeah. And so then we get all, and we're like, we got to make two trips out of here, too. And so we Saturday night we take a light load, um, and Sunday we end up getting everything back together. We called the the park service and we're like, "Hey, we are out here at this primitive campground. We brought way too much shit. Is there any way somebody can come out in like a ranger and help us out?" And they're like, "Well, let me check. Uh, let me see." And then they come put us on hold and come back. And they're like, "Well, unfortunately, there's only one ranger." Uh, available right now like for this whole park and so they were basically <laughs> like yeah fuck off like you dumb you idiots well you hey, shouldn't have brought your all problem. this shit <laughs> your fair. problem your solution you know what fair we they're probably yeah. and so we we end up making it out of there the times where we weren't absolutely uh just going through navy seal boot camp like like dragging that shit it was actually a lot of fun it was beautiful mm-hmm. out there um it, was, it got cold friday night we cooked we cooked some food it's like the best ham. We forgot hamburger buns, so I just had a, a hamburger patty and like mustard just and a meat puck. Just the greatest meal I've ever had after what <laughs> we went through Friday. So um, Saturday was very hot. It was ninety degrees. Uh, felt bad for the dogs. There was no water out there, by the way. Not a single drop. Or shade. It sounded like not a lot of shade either. And so we we we. Uh, we went through some shit, but it was, it was a good weekend. We got out of there. Sounds like primitive was a, a proper description. It was incredibly, yeah. We were like uh, early man trying to survive. But y'all smelled like there. just moist butthole at the end of that. Dude, we we did. We certainly did. And uh, there's like an old outhouse, like compost toilet where we where we shat all weekend. <laughs> um, it was it was we were roughing it, but it was fun, and, and we made it out alive. But I told him I was like, guys. We're gonna like forever have a bond after this of like a, a, a SEAL team class or like Army Ranger Hell Week for what we just went through. I mean, it it really sucked dragging that shit through uh, all that rock and sand, uh, but we made it out alive. Um, we got back and I was as sore as I've ever been. Took off work Monday, thank God, and uh, yeah, we're back at it. But holy shit, man, what an unexpected challenge um, that was. Yeah, I'm just glad that y'all survived that. Um... Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty rough, but uh, overall, you did make it sound like it was it was probably worth it. Um, oh, it was definitely worth it. I would go back, just pack a little lighter if we're gonna do primitive camping, not yeah. kill ourselves. Um, I still have rather have done what we did than park ten feet from the family that we almost had to hang out with all weekend. So very fair. Yeah, yeah. How, was your, how was your travels? We haven't even talked about that. Well, uh, mine was definitely a lot less eventful. Uh, Weekend before, went back home for uh, our couple shower, so we got a bunch of gifts, which is nice. We got an espresso maker now. Uh, started oh, using yeah. that today. There's a KitchenAid mixer in our kitchen now that will definitely get used at least three times. Um, so, dude, excited. isn't it sad as we're getting older? You're like glad to have these things. You're like, oh pr- man, you're like proud to have it. And oh like, yeah. yeah, for nothing else, it just looks good in the kitchen. Like we yeah. look like actual adults now. Yeah. So. Um, that's all cool. We, we, we did get some other cool stuff. I made it back with some whiskey, which is really good. Um, and then, so the fun part was we left, we left Thursday 
we stayed until Monday. We drove back. So I, I had sold my car. I bought my mom's old car. Right. Um, and we drove that back from Alabama to Texas. Um, I'm used to that drive. It's really not that bad, but it's about 10 hours. Yeah. Got back, went to bed immediately the next morning, had to wake up and fly out to California for a work trip. Mm-hmm. Um, went out to Costa Mesa, spent a day there, literally got up the next morning, had some meetings, flew out the very next day. So it was back-to-back travel Got back, spent one night at home, and then my parents flew into town, and we drove about an hour and a half south to middle of nowhere, Texas, uh, Clifton, Texas, where we had a family reunion. So I know none of this sounds super interesting, but it was a lot of travel, and I'm really glad now. Like I've realized how much of a, an old man and a homebody I am now because even that amount, which some people do that like every week. Some people are constantly traveling. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. No, me neither. Like I, I was just so thankful coming into this week going, I don't have anywhere to be and I'm so happy about that. Yeah, that's a lot so, of that's a lot of going. Even just the uh the having to wake up the next morning from that drive back from Alabama to get on a flight, I would have been like yeah, it it Fuck. it was a little bit rough, and every time you have to fly somewhere, especially kind of cross country, if it's over like an hour, hour and a half flight, um, f- at least with my luck, I typically you'll come across somebody along your travels. Air travel is just, dude, you come across some of the worst people that you'll ever meet. You you really do, and. I actually, uh, I thought it might be fun to kind of put together a list of the worst people that, that you come across in air travel, uh, just because it, it really is like, if it's not 100% of the time, it's damn near 100% of the time that you're going to come across one of these people. There is normally, for every trip you take uh, with an airline, at least one memorable person, for sure. Right. So um, I, if, if you want to start... Uh, yeah, feel I'll, free. Yeah, the first the, the the first one that came to mind for me, and I know you can empathize as a, a taller person. Um, definitely number one for me is the reclined seat person uh, yep. in front of you. I understand the seats have a recline function for a reason. I do. I get it. But I think it, isn't it just one of those things? It's common courtesy. You just don't do it. Like you just don't recline. Am I wrong? I know there? this is a very controversial Am opinion. It, it goes both ways. But like as a fellow tall person uh no i agree with you um i i i personally never lean my seat back because i'm i'm just like afraid that there's someone as tall as I'm, me sitting yes, and so i'm not going to turn around and right. look at them because i've been the inconvenienced person many a time i don't want to lean back and do the same thing uh the people behind me i i don't know if it's uh the fact that i've gotten older and larger over the years or airplanes have gotten smaller i think it's been both i think it is a combination of both but when if the seat in front of me is not reclined at all, my knees still hit the back of it. When I mm-hmm. when I board the plane and sit down, my knees are like damn near touching the seat in front yep. of me. If it, they recline at all, their the back their seat back is going to be on my knees, and I can't do. I <laughs> always you can do no, and I can't. You, I can't. You got a bag under the seat yeah. in front of you. You can't stretch your legs out, and I can't do. It happens without fail. I sit down, and before the plane even takes off, the fucking person in front of me slams back on my kneecaps. <laughs> it happens like on every single flight I'm on. So that that's got to be number one for me because of it's it's inconvenience and how damn often it happens to me. For me, it's uh, number one is going to be 
person who wants to talk to you the entire flight. Like I always seem to get sat next to that person who just like wants to have a conversation. It's like they've never been on an airplane or any form of public transit before. Like, this is pretty cool, it's, right? Right. Or, or it's just like, you know, people that travel a lot, they, they all, you generally have an understanding of, we don't want to be doing this right now. We want to get to where we're going. And I want to sit here quietly and pretend like I'm not surrounded by several people flying in a metal coffin through the air. So that's, that's how I typically like to travel. I like to pop my AirPods in, put on a movie, put on a podcast, fall asleep as soon as possible and be left alone. And I always seem to sit next to the guy who like wants to know my life story and wants to tell me his. And I'm like, buddy, I, I genuinely like, I will pretend to care because I'm not the type of person to like, you know, kind of give you the Heisman, but like, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. I, uh, Almost checked a bag, and then I decided I could fit everything in a carry-on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so where are you going? It's like, oh, Jesus, fuck, man. Hopefully start with that. hopefully, this yeah. plane is about to plummet to the earth, and I can be done with this conversation. That hasn't happened to me a lot. Um, it, there was an older guy one time that did. I kept having to take my, my earbuds out to talk to him, and it, it was okay. <sighs> he, he was nice, but... Uh, Man, I was well, that's the problem. Is they're always nice. I know. That's why you, you can't, can't be a, a dick. Yeah. You can't be mean to them and be like, buddy, just leave me alone. But uh, yeah, that one that one bothers me. Uh, do you do you have an, another good one? Yeah, I had I had small talk maker, which was uh, the yeah, one you that that's in line with that. Uh, I'm gonna go with oh I I've got another one, but I'm gonna choose this one. I don't think it's very common, but it happened to me once, and it has really stuck with me. The nightlight person. Oh, have you ever been next to or nearby a nightlight yeah. person? Dude. Yeah. Whether whether it's the overhead or it's like they brought like a reading light. Yes. The overhead I'm specifically referring to. I was on a night flight one time and I think it's happened to me again, but this one, I was next to the guy. I was seated next to him. And so um, we're on a night flight. It's dark on the plane. And everybody, you know, we're, we're, uh, we've reached cruising altitude. Everybody's lights are off. It's all still. This guy's reading on his phone. Mm-hmm. His phone. He's not reading a book. That's He's not doing anything a that well requires a light. Yes, it has an internal light source. And <laughs> it requires no further, no outside light needed. And he had on the fucking overhead light for like the whole flight. And it that's, was, it was so annoying. I, I wasn't that's even. That's a jailable offense. I, I was, uh, I wasn't even trying to sleep. Uh, like I, I normally sleep on flights, but in the, I think this was a shorter one. I uh, I think I was watching something, so it wasn't even that it was keeping me awake. It was just so fucking annoying and unnecessary. I couldn't wrap my mind around why he needed that light on <laughs> to read on his phone. It was so unusual. And uh, I feel like it would have probably made you feel better if he did have a book. Like you would at least be I, like, okay, yes. that makes sense. Yes. All right, like he, it, it's inconvenient, but you've got a reason. There's no reason for it. No, he was holding his phone. And I don't remember if he was watching a show or reading, but he wanted that overhead light on by God, and it was the only one on on the whole plane, and it was right next to me. So that that one's really stuck with me. I'll do one last one so we don't spend the uh, entire rest of the podcast on this, but shoes off, people, on the plane. Yeah. You are not in your living room. You don't do that in your vehicle. Don't do it on a plane. It's unbelievable to me. Um, there and, and it it's like it's Very not common. again. It's not a rare thing. Like there are people that do it, and 
there are certain people like I don't even care if your feet don't stink. Like, don't take your shoes off. It's it's like very annoying. It's yeah, odd. I've landed, but like I've landed people, and had people's shoes who were seated behind me, like under me at the end of the flight, like flip flops or something. They kicked off and scoot up under my seat. It, it's unbelievable. Uh, or or like. If, if you're ever sitting against the, against the window and you've got the person that has the audacity to, like, prop their foot up on the wall or on your armrest, for the love I of God. I fucking wish they would, dude. No oh, one's man. ever tried that with me. Dude, it's happened a couple times, and it's just, at that point, I have said something before. When when you prop your foot up in my space, now, now I have to say something. The foot's a bridge too I'm far. I'm a very yeah. non-confrontational person, but, like, get your foot out of my space. That yeah, that really bugs me. And then, for the love of God, when they do have smelly feet, God help me. Like I, I, I can't, I can't handle the smell of of feet. Feet in general gross me out. That'd be the end of it for me, dude. I'd be on a no fly list after what what would transpire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after someone put their fucking dirty foot next to my face. Um, the that's I think that's all I had. I had the recline seat person. Small talk maker, which you had. Yeah. Oh, no, I had the loud talker, too, which I don't, I don't know if you had that on your list. This doesn't even have to be on the plane. It could be in the terminal, anywhere in the airport. Um, it's worse when it's on the plane. And I know you told me about a guy at the bar, the airport bar, that fell in this category of just the... He wanted to let everyone around him know he was having a very important business conversation. Yeah. He was like the guy drinking his, his vodka Sprite through through a straw which by the way he sent back the original one because it tasted too much like vodka was, oh, yeah. and yeah and and so i i really think that uh you should invest in 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 this because it's really going play and and just yelling yelling through his airpods and oh yeah dude um me and the lady that i was sitting next to we were just looking at each other like I hate that anywhere. I hate when people. Someone hit him I, with a brick. I hate loud talkers in the grocery store, um, at work. I hate like where I hate people that talk overtly loud and are almost like making an attempt to be heard um, for people to hear their like totally trivial conversation that's going on. I that may, that rubs me the wrong way, and when it happens in the airport, it's especially annoying because, like you said, when you're when you're getting on a plane or a bu- or a you know uh, you're taking public transportation of any kind. There's a common understanding here that, like, this fucking sucks. We have to do it all together. We just want to get We're just getting to where we go. And then there's always that fucking asshole that, yeah, just is, like, making an effort to be heard, talking to their fucking douchey friend uh, or whatever. And it ha- and these people are everywhere. There's always at least one. <laughs> there's always at least one on any plane or bus or, or anywhere you have to go. And um, that, that person really has always gotten under my skin. So, yeah, um... All in all, air travel, it's not fun. We all have to deal with these shitty people. And I, I think that's a pretty solid list. I could keep going for hours. I really could. I mean, you could be person who stands up on, on the flight as soon as it lands. Yes. Um, I could keep going. But for the sake of I think they're, just keeping it moving. Yeah. They're in the same. These people are like in the same vein of people who clap at the end of a movie. Oh, like yeah. the stand up at the end of the flight, people or... equally annoying. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I uh, just to just to move on, I I have a public service announcement um, from something else that I experienced over the last week, and that is, um, if you use Glade plugins, 
my fiance is a big Glade plug-in gal. She likes candles more, but sometimes you just, you know, you need that quick burst to just make the place smell a little bit better. Yeah. The dog's ass smells today or, or whatever, whatever you, you may have going yeah. on. But we made a terrible, terrible mistake uh, last week um, when I was at home the one day. We had removed a Glade plug-in from the wall, and it had tipped on its side. And I did not realize, but that is potentially the worst thing that you could ever have happen in your apartment. Oh, no. Um, we had a— I don't even want to know what that material, the, the plug-in liquid is. It's—I'll tell you it's corrosive. Yeah. Um, it— so we had an apple cinnamon one, and I, I love the smell of apple cinnamon, but I don't think I ever want to smell it again. I don't know if I can eat anything particularly apple-flavored anymore yeah. um, just because it completely dominated our apartment. It sticks to your skin, and, like, you can't get that smell off. Um, so got, it, it, got, it got loose. It, bro- it, 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 it had spilled all over our bathroom counter, and I had my, I had my glasses sitting on the counter. And I've got some plastic frame, like, Ray-Ban glasses. And I picked them up, and they're, like, covered in it. And I'm like, shit, like, I hope I can get this smell out. When I looked closely, they had, like, melted the plastic. Like, it, it is it is forever, like, seeped into those glasses. I can't wear those anymore. I haven't worn them since. I take my contacts out, and I'm completely blind this now. Is, this is radioactive material. It is. I, Honestly, I, I, I would really prefer to never have to deal with a Glade plug-in again. But because I know I can't avoid that, I will say for for sure, I will never, ever in my life, if I see one of those things happen to tip over, um, I, I might just burn all my belongings down, like in, in whatever room it's in. Because it's it's only been recently, like the last few days, that it hasn't continued to smell like that. We were going to bed and like it just it's on our hands, it's on our clothes, and we're trying like trying to go to sleep and I I've just got this apple cinnamon just smell going up my nose and it, I've got a pounding headache that I can't get away from. Absolutely brutal. Fuck glade plugins. If you use them, take handle them very carefully, but probably find a different source of good smell moving forward yeah, that's too much of a good thing i know that was extraordinarily random but that absolutely just dominated my life it's and fair, i would I'm, i would love for everyone to avoid that i'm now fascinated too um because it it I'm, yeah i'm just curious to know like what what this material is i don't think we should be in as close contact as we are it seems i don't know it's like battery acid and like vape fluid. Yeah. I, I like I, I really have no Chernobyl idea. Chernobyl juice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's radioactive yeah. probably. I will potentially have cancer later on because of that Glade plug in. But hey, uh, your place smelled good. To move right along, yeah. um, there has been a lot going on in the sports world. Uh, the Masters concluded. Uh, we actually hadn't even podcasted since the end of the NCAA tournament. No, we haven't. Um, obviously, um, you know, it was cool to see St. Peter's make their run as far as they did. To At this point, everyone kind of knows how the tournament wrapped up. Uh, it was awesome to see Coach K lose. Yep. The national championship, I was rooting for UNC, which felt dirty, but uh, they were the underdogs. They were an eight seed, so I was really rooting hard for them 
to win or at least be a good game. And, and hell, we got a good game. It was game. a great game. It yeah. was a really good game. Um, but, yeah, don't want to spend too much time on that. That's been talked to talked about at length on every other podcast under the sun. Yep. But, yeah, the Masters happened this last weekend. And I think I had said in a previous recording, I don't know if I said it in a previous recording or if I had just said it to you, like I intended to watch every second of the Masters that I could. And then it, it turned out I had a family reunion the same weekend. So I actually didn't get to watch much of it at all. But it turns out that's not really a terrible thing because for the third straight year, it was just a completely... Yeah, it was a complete runaway on Sunday. Yeah, and that's uh, I think it is part of uh, part of it, what Jesus Christ. The thing about the Masters is it gets so much hype and like it's so beloved that when it's not amazing, it's like an automatic disappointment. People are like, "Oh, it sucked this year." It's like, well, it's not always gonna like be a, a neck and neck race on Sunday. Like it, it, a lot of the time, the leader is gonna just keep pulling out ahead and like. Uh, and I uh, I realized when we were out of town, because I was looking forward to watching it too and not even realizing our camping trip coincided, I watched almost none of it except maybe the back half on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, that I was like, yeah, sadly, that's just like kind of where golf falls in the hierarchy, like the biggest, most important tournament, which I do care about. I watched almost none of, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, okay. If it had been opening weekend of college football or even the NFL or – uh, like the first weekend of March Madness, like there's no chance I would have missed. I would have missed it. Yeah, and I was just like, well, it was uh, the Masters. I mean, shit, I didn't get to watch it. It was lopsided enough. Scheffler was just running away with it pretty much after Friday. I mean, he, he had it in the bag, um, but Cam Smith was looking like he might make a run at it. He birdied. He's also looking like just the coolest dude of oh. all time. He he has an amazing appearance. If if you don't watch golf and you don't know who Cam Smith is, Google him right now. He is a beautiful man. I mean, not not actually like he's actually like pretty ugly, but that mullet and mustache combo is so awesome. And he's got a little bit of like permanent sunburn. I saw I saw someone had asked him. They were like, I don't remember if he has a girlfriend or a fiance, but they asked. What does she think about the mullet? And he's like, "Oh, she hates it." Yeah. And I'm like, "Are you gonna get rid of it?" He's like, "Absolutely not." No. Yeah. But nar. Ah, nar. Fuck nar. I think it was PFT. The, the funny thing with him though is if you look at the guy, and you were to remove the mullet and and the mustache, like his ears stick out. He's kind of got a goofy looking face. It's not like he would be a presentable guy regardless. Like, yeah, you might as well lean into that. I- exactly. Yeah, stand out a bit. I I personally, I love it and I hope he sticks with it forever. I think it was PFT uh, said, if if you were to show up to the Masters looking like that, and you, <laughs> you get and a you, lifetime ban. And you weren't competing. Yeah, he's like, they just execute you and bury, <laughs> bury you on the grounds. Like, you better be in that tournament showing up looking like that. But he he tried to make a run at it. He birdied 11 on Sunday, which I think there was only, like, two birdies there all yeah, day. 12 ate him up, though. D- yeah, yeah, yeah. So he I think he pulled within three or four, which, I mean, still, that's, yeah, that's still yeah, not yeah, that close. Yeah. But we were like, oh, shit, like, maybe we'll – Maybe he'll go on a run I here. I think it was – Scheffler was seven under. He was three under maybe at that point. Actually, I, I, I want to say he had pulled it. I I don't I I don't remember. Inconsequential. But 
Anyway, yeah, the, immediately the next hole, he hits it into the water on 12. He doesn't take a drop right by the water, so he wants to take a full club swing, shoots it over the green, yep. chip isn't good, follow-up putt isn't good, ends up triple bogeying it, and it's like, all right, well, there it went. Yeah, like, was, like the Masters right. ended on hole 12, and so it was basically just the coronation of Scheffler down the stretch, which Scheffler is a really cool guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like the run that he's on right now – is absolutely ridiculous, and he seems like a really cool dude, too. So I'd almost, and there's no way of knowing unless you're in the moment, I think I'd be equally nervous if I were up one stroke or ten. I almost feel like it'd be easier to botch it when you're up that much. It's like, all right, it's smooth sailing from here. Just finish her out. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. You know, like there is no pressure, yeah. so there's all the pressure. But he kept hitting good shots, and uh, that was funny that he, like, four-putted on 18. Right. But uh, that was very relate. That was, like, the most relatable thing I've, I've ever seen. So, of note, he's won, like, $10 million um, just in tour winnings over the last, like, six months. Yeah. He's won four out of six tournaments, which if you aren't a big PGA golf fan, that's completely unheard of. I mean, you're facing incredible golfers, sometimes over 100 of them in a week, uh, every single week. And to win four of six tournaments, that's like Tiger-esque. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So it's been a really cool run. He doesn't seem to be showing any signs of cooling off. And speaking of Tiger, it was really cool to see him play in the Masters this week. We weren't sure if we were going to see that. Um, he shot one under on Thursday, and we everyone was kind of primed, mm-hmm. ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, here comes another Tiger run. But, yeah, I mean, the guy almost had to have his leg amputated like last year. year. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I think the drop-off was not surprising, and he just seemed happy to be able to play the whole tournament. And I think that's yeah. how we should all feel. So – I hope that he's able to continue to get healthier and make another run or two at it before he finally hangs it up. Um, but yeah, that was it. Was a little disappointing to see him fall off towards the end. But again, it was just it was just cool to see him play at all. Um, to move on from the Masters, we also have the NBA playoffs that have now started up. Yep. Um, actually, games. before we get into that, it's MLB Opening Day happened, um, and. Again, we that was something that we weren't sure was going to happen on time or we were going to get a full season. So we will get back to the NBA playoffs. But right now, I do kind of want to talk about uh, MLB just a little bit because I want to make some predictions. Um, it's, it's great to have baseball back, and I want to be able to have something that we can look back uh, in October and – see how close we were or how just completely off base we were oh, with prob- our probably the latter if this goes anything like uh our our brackets went um <clears throat> for for the ncaa tournament then yeah we're probably going to be way off um so i i wanted to do mvp yeah. for each or, or actually no there's only one mvp no uh no there's there's, there's two okay that's yeah, right al mvp nl mvp i want to do a cy young for each league um nl al champ and then world, world series, series. Okay. so that sounds like a lot but it's really not that no, much we don't we'll have to and we don't have to elaborate a ton yeah yeah we'll, don't you don't have to justify your dumb picks neither yeah me. because again we're going to be way off but yeah. uh let's start out with the al mvp um and i think we actually have the same one i here. think we do and I, I i named this person before they hit three home runs last night at yankee stadium and that is vladimir guerrero jr um 
I mean, he's one. He's been one of the top prospects in baseball tank. forever. He had a great he's season a last year. If he stays healthy, he's going to absolutely rake. And uh, he's just a fu- fucking. He's a lot of fun to watch. His dad was a lot of fun to watch, and now it's fun to watch his son, uh, who is on quite a career trajectory. Doesn't have early a ton on. to offer in the field, but man, no, the guy rakes. Doesn't matter if you can hit; they'll find a place to put you. I saw he was playing first last night. He had a quote too, where he said, "Last year was kind of the preview. Like you're gonna get the show this year, which is I love sick. That. Call yeah. your shot, man. That's awesome." So, yeah, we both have um, Vladdy as our AL MVP, and when we made these picks a couple days ago, he was sitting at plus 550. I think is he, he the favorite? I think he is right now. Um, Shohei might have been ahead of him. He's got to be in the top three, right. odds-wise. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like Shohei, him, and Trout, and I don't know the yeah. order, Yeah, uh, which is, I mean, not surprising at all. Um, NL MVP, who you got? I got Nolan Arenado. Okay. Um, I don't hate that pick. No, maybe that'll be my one homer pick, and it's not even really like that big of a long shot. I think his odds were maybe like plus twenty five hundred ish. He was maybe the fifth or sixth highest odds, if I remember correctly. Uh, he's the best third baseman in baseball. Uh, he's maybe the the best defensive player in baseball, and his and when he stayed healthy, his offensive numbers throughout the season are good. Uh, it's his second season in St. Louis, so I think he's settling in a bit. He's off to a good start now with already like four home runs, and okay. I just love the guy. He's a lot of fun to watch. My NL MVP, and uh, this is also a homer pick, I've got Matt Olson. Not uh, a bad pick, though. Yeah, new Brave. He's sitting at plus 2,200. Um, it would have been really easy to pick someone like a, a Tatis Jr. Or, or, you know, someone along those. those sure. uh, but, yeah, I th- he's – He's an incredible fielder, again, maybe the best defensive first baseman in the game. Mm-hmm. And he also just rakes. I mean, he hit 30-plus home – like 35-plus home runs, I think, last year. And he's in the middle of a lineup that's going to be very, very solid all year. You can't really pitch around anybody in that lineup because the next guy can come up and knock that dude in. Mm-hmm. So, I like – you know, we'll we'll see where it goes, but I, I like my Matt Olson pick. He's going to be playing in more hitter-friendly parks, too, in the National League. Agreed. Um, AL Cy Young, I have Shane Bieber. I know that's – I do, too. Do you really? I do, too. That, okay. was, a, that was a good call. I was going to say uh, – I went back and forth on this a bit in the AL. We, we, didn't, we didn't on purpose pick no, all didn't. the same guys. No, we but. didn't. That was, um, <laughs> <laughs> that was just um, a coincidence. But, if I mean, I watched him a lot last year. And he was on. I can't remember, like, what the streak was, but um, I want to say he had like ten starts in a row, uh, and like nine wins um, over that time. Like he was just absolutely rolling. He gave up like no runs, ton of strikeouts. His only downfall. The same thing with my uh, NL MV, my NL Cy Young pick, and we'll get to that too. He throws a lot of pitches because he's a strikeout guy, mm-hmm. but um, he's fucking filthy, and he's 26 or 27 this year, kind of coming into his prime. I think if he stays healthy, he's going to just mow people down again. Right. Yeah. Uh, NL Cy Young, I was, you know, normally I'd go with DeGrom because why the hell yeah. would you pick against that guy? But I went with Walker Bueller. <laughs> Did you also <laughs> yeah, pick also Bueller? Walker Bueller. Good dude, Lord. All right, so he's plus 900. Um, I don't think he's – wait, actually, at this – no, no, um, Scherzer is the is, is the top money pick right now. Okay. I think he's like plus 500 or something like that. I so, that. <laughs> yeah, again, we don't need to go into a ton of detail, but Walker Bueller, he's a fireballer. He, yeah. He's got insane command. He strikes a lot of people out, and he plays for 
the best team in baseball. Um, yeah, and I think he's the same age as Bieber. He's 27, 26, so this will be like his third full season, I think. That's typically yeah. the these top-end starters, these number ones, is when they start to kind of hit their stride typically. So, I, yeah, uh, funny that we picked him too, but right. we're either going to be in this together one way or another. We're going to be <laughs> yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna be right or wrong. Uh, who's your AL champ? Who you got? Uh, I think the Rays are going to win the American okay. League. Okay. Um, they did it last year. They did it last they do it year. Again. They um, and, that, and they were fun to watch last year. They're kind of like the the team I picked to win the NL too. They don't look their lineup doesn't look as good on paper as mm-hmm. they actually are. They play better than you would think, um, and uh, they're fun to watch. I think they're going to win the American League again. I've got the Yankees, and trust me, it was a very tough decision to take them because they are serial chokers. Mm-hmm. They really have not proven worthy of that pick for the last few years. But for the love of God, I mean, it's kind of like the Braves last year. Like, the Braves have had a good squad that could make the World Series several times, and they just seemed snake-bitten, like they couldn't get over it. And I've always said, like, I think history is important to a certain extent. I think when you're looking at how teams, how rosters are constructed – they're going to be a little bit different every year. So I really don't think that past results really play that much at all into the future. No, we like so to play like that. I think this is the year yeah. the Yankees finally do it. And if they don't, like, to be honest, great. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want to see them win the AL, but yeah. that's my pick. It was a cross board comparison here. It's kind of like Georgia. They've been so good for so right. long. Even going, that's a great comparison. Even going back to Mark Richt, it's like he, he was right there. If they win that 2012 uh, SEC championship game, they pr- they most likely beat Notre Dame and win the championship, and this whole thing doesn't carry on for another 10 years. But they've been so close so many times, you knew they had to get over the hump eventually. And like you said, especially with a college team, there's different kids coming in and out every yep. year. You can't say, oh, look what this team did. And they finally got over the hump last year. It ha- When you're that good of a team, you're in and you're out. It will eventually happen. Gonzaga- if Mark Few stays in Gonzaga, he will win a national championship eventually, I think. It's just one of those things. Yeah. If, it, yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, and my, my NL champ, we might be on the same page on this one, too, because I don't know how you pick – well, I, I know how you how you pick someone else, but like I do, I just can't see the Dodgers not winning the NL this year. They're so stacked. They are, and that was obviously my my when we started making this list before. It's I not did. even fun to take them because the no, odds are like but, it, it, they're plus two twenty five. Yeah, they I were mean. they were one uh, before I looked up any sort of odds or predictions or anything to to you know, supplement my guesses. Uh, the Dodgers were obviously the first team that came to mind. But I, I picked the Giants just because you, the, the front runner's not going to win every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team who a lot of people think is going to run through their division doesn't always do that. And the Giants, like the Rays last year, were a team that were better than you would think they are on when you look at their lineup on paper. Right. They overperform. Uh, they got Jock in his pearls this year. They do. Uh, no, he's he's uh, he's on the Giants. Is he? I yeah. thought he was in San Diego. No, no, oh. he's on the Giants. Anyway, um, yeah, they were they were just like a scrappy, gritty team. They should not have been as good as they were last year. Uh, and if they do that again this year, say maybe some injuries happen uh, with the with the Dodgers, I think they could win that division and, and maybe make a run. They've had every they've made some their World Series runs in other years where they've gone to the NLCS and stuff, like, they've overperformed. They've had, like, little scrappy teams. 
And so yeah. I, I think that could be them this year. I just didn't want to pick the, I, the I don't. I don't hate that pick, but uh, World Series champs, I'll go ahead and give mine. I think the Dodgers are going to win it again because I think they're pissed off at how last postseason went. They ran into some injury problems. They kind of fell off a little bit. And I, I think if they play the Braves again, I, I really hope it doesn't happen, but – I could see them sweeping us, even though I think we have a better team than last year. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just going to be so pissed off. And now they have Freddie Freeman, and Freddie is a beast in the postseason. Um, I, I think Freddie gets his second straight World Series, and the well, Dodgers I wonder how many times that's happened. I don't know. With different, Especially different, with different that's teams. That's what I mean. I, I can't teams, imagine yeah. it's more than a handful. But um, they are sitting at plus 450 odds as of the time I made that pick. Yeah. So, again – not a real out there pick, but that's who I'm going with. Gotcha. I I can't even remember who I picked when I made this, but um, I'm gonna say the Giants. Um, okay. I just again I I think it's an odd year though. It is. It's it's no. This is an oh this no. It's an, an even, even year. year. Holy no, no. shit! And it's thought, not 2021. I anymore. thought about that when I picked them. <laughs> I, I I was like they only win in odd years, but I think they're gonna shake it up. Uh, and win this year, and I'm not like super emboldened. I'm not like very confident in that pick. But uh, again, you you know sometimes things shake out differently than than you think. And baseball's such a long, weird season. Uh, and the postseason's often very weird. Postseason's very weird. It dude, baseball comes down to do you have two good starters, and like are the guys are the right guys hot in your lineup? And baseball's so weird in the playoffs. Yep. So it comes down to good pitching and timely home runs, but. Speaking of the playoffs, it is NBA playoff season, and we're also ramping up for the NHL playoffs, and that's that's a fun run that we've got left. But, uh, yeah, the NBA playoffs, we've had our play-in games going on. Um, I didn't write down everyone that we've had, but uh, <laughs> what immediately stands out was the Timberwolves and their victory over the Clippers just because the of— The Pat Bev game, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> the, better, the celebra- better get it right. The celebration after the fact. And did you see what he got fined for today? Uh, no. He, he got a $30,000 fine for, like, egregious cursing. <laughs> it, it, I, I'm pretty sure, like, that was the exact term. It was, like, egregious <laughs> profanity. That, it's probably happened before, but I don't recall <laughs> that. So I don't recall it happening. That's awesome. He was very excited. Uh, that's obviously who he is, uh, Pat Bev. Um, Can't stand the, play- the guy, but I love he the, is entertaining. I love the years where the play-in games provide entertainment, too. Because the NBA well, playoffs are way too long. They should not be best of seven all the way through. That's all about TV. Yeah. Money. That's all it for TV. It used to be money. best of five in the first round, and, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind if it went back there's to only, that. But. There's normally one, one series in the first round that's, like, worth watching that mm-hmm. goes to maybe six games. Like, um, you like almost never see the eight upset the one it, that that series should not go as long as it should. So I love the years when the play in game provides provides a little entertainment. That was a fun start. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another play in game we had the Hawks that just beat the absolute piss out of the out of Charlotte yeah. or Charlotte. That's what I meant to say. Charlotte. Yeah. yeah the, that was the Hornets. That was last night. We're recording on Thursday. So yeah, that was last that was night. Last night. Yeah. Um, the Nets are also moving on. They will face the Celtics. Um, I actually think that'll be a really fun series. I did too. Because the the Nets they have like arguably the best team in in the league on paper, yeah. but they've they, they've just been so up and down, and they've had so many guys in and out of the lineup. We don't know if Simmons is going to play or not. It sounds like he probably will eventually. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he can actually contribute. Yeah, I um, think I think Boston wins that series, um, and I think I don't know if 
I don't know if they make it to the finals, but I think this might be like the Jason Tatum playoff year where he's like, I'm a top five player in the league. Like, he, yeah. he's so I, I, good. Really, I really like watching him play. I, every time I, I hate the Celtics, but I really like watching I, him I play. I watch them every time they're on because I love him and Jalen Brown, and he's just like he's so good now. His he can he can score like almost at will. Um and I, I think he'll have a big playoffs regardless of how far they go, but I have a feeling he'll they'll win that series and he'll he'll keep carrying them and, and have a big playoff run. So who I don't want to go through everything. Um again, it would take entirely too long. But who do you got in the finals, and then who do you think takes it? Just, uh, just off the rip, and I, I these are probably the betting favorites too, but probably Phoenix and Boston. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, Phoenix, Phoenix definitely is is this the, favorite, is the favorite in the West, but it, oh, Milwaukee, is Milwaukee the favorite probably, in the East. Yeah. yeah. And I and and they're a very good team too. I haven't watched them as much this year as I did last year. Um, I don't know if it's just because they won and now I'm over them. That's not really the, the case. I like Giannis and I like Milwaukee. Um, I don't know. I just um, – I, I, I don't like hate that this, pick. I, I really like don't. this Boston team. I'm pretty confident the Suns are going to win the West. Um, I'm pretty confident they're going to win the, the, the whole the, thing. The finals. I think yeah. and that's what I, I was going to say too. I think Phoenix – I think Phoenix – I, I, I think year. we're going to have a repeat of the same finals that we had last year and I've got Phoenix taking it this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not a bad call. I, I could definitely see another really well-played series between those two teams again, and Phoenix edges them out this time. Dude, if Giannis does what he did, though, in the in the last couple of games, I don't think there's anything anybody can do. No. Though you can't count on a 50-point triple-double uh, in every big game. But he really is. Uh, that, And he was, like, on both sides of the ball, just so dominant last year. That was pretty cool to, to watch them win it that way. But um, – I don't know, man. I have a feeling Boston's going to find a way to make it through, and I don't know that they can beat the Suns. It'd be a hell of a run. They, they've got a tough road ahead of them. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, Philly Philly could make have, a run in the East, I mean, they, for all we know. They could, but you have to remember they have James Harden, who just completely disappears when it matters. So He sure does. I, I And that's why I did not pick them, will not bet on them. I like <laughs> I, li- I like Joel Embiid a lot, but, I, yeah, until James Harden does it, dude, yeah, we, we've talked about him before, but – um, I also have no faith in Doc Rivers. Just I don't either. That's another, and he's gotten a ton of hate lately uh, online. I don't know if you saw what he, how he like uh, belittled that reporter the other day, but he's just, he's kind of an asshole. I'm just not. He used to be. I feel like he used to be so beloved by like in, in yeah, the was, league and people NBA loved him fans. and his gravelly ass gargling. Well, he was he was born horse, wasn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah. Sounds like he gargles battery acid before bed every night, but. Yeah, I, he's he's kind of soured on me, yeah. and it sounds like everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I don't think he's got it in him to to coach him all the way through. Um, I think that pretty much covers our NBA playoffs. I guess review and and preview. Um, so twofer. We'll, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how all that plays out. Um, let's move into some non sports topics. Um, I don't want to keep going. Like I don't want it to become a re- a repeating trend where we keep talking about Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. I think this is a recurring segment at this point. Because for the love of fuck, I, I just like really don't care about anything Kardashian related. But dude, I, I keep seeing stories pop up where Pete Davidson is like continuous, like he's continuously getting Kim K tattoos. 
on his body. I remember reading something like a few months ago where he was going to have all of his tattoos removed, and now he's completely walked that back. And he's gotten like four Kim Kardashian-inspired tattoos. Yeah, not only is he not doing that, he's he's adding several more. It's When ever before was a celebrity getting a tattoo? A, <coughs> excuse me. A news story. When did that ever warrant writing an article? Over somebody who already has many, the, many, many tattoos getting a new tattoo. That's the thing that really bothers me about everything Kardashian is, like, you get headlines about the most innocuous, like, who gives a fuck shit. Man with 68 tattoos gets new tattoo. I and, saw someone, and, and I'm sure everyone's probably seen this now because it went, it went around like wildfire, but someone said that Pete Davidson's body looks like a desk in a, in a detention room. It really does. <laughs> People just scribbling random shit on the desk. And I, I remember uh, that one. It was like SoundCloud rappers look like Chipotle bags. And he's he's starting to get that that ilk to him as well. Um, yeah, dude, this saga, I, I, I like, yeah, we can say we don't care about it, yet here we are. Yeah. Week in and week out. You can't talking avoid about it. it. Again, you really can't escape it. Uh, and and we've, we've looked into some options, potentially, of how this is going to end down the line. I've thrown out perhaps they, they make amends, become best friends, and and move in. Kanye moves back in. They're one big happy family. Well, did you family. see he's, he, he is open now to uh, getting into rehab? Is he? Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw a headline that he is apparently considering getting into rehab to better himself as a human being. Well, and that, a fa- and a and a father. Well, that was Skeet's recommendation. So it maybe was. maybe he's so starting I, to get through. Maybe to that's him. that olive branch. He's extending his hand, offering advice, and and they're they're making amends and, and bonding, um, co-parenting. Um, Unless something absolutely fucking bonkers happens. Which is liable to happen before next Tuesday when we record again. Oh, it almost certainly will. I intend to never approach this pro- this this topic again. I, I I would like to leave it in the past. I would like to stop giving these horribly like just I, I don't like they're they're just so uninteresting to me. But like they like stuff just keeps happening that. I have to talk about. So I, I hope it. I hope it stops because I'm tired of talking about them. I, I cannot stand anything Kardashian related. Um, I do have one other uh, kind of. I guess it's pop culture related thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Lizzo's ass is is in the conversation it's again. It's, <laughs> it's out again. It's out and about. Buddy, it was out. It Dude, was out. Out. Uh, I, I saw the picture you sent me, and there was. <laughs> Quite a backlash to the tweet that was sent about it. Um, yeah, yeah. The, so here's yeah, yeah, here's ahead. the tweet. So some someone had a screenshot of Lizzo getting onto this plane, and again, it is her entire ass out. Um, and it says, "So Lizzo's allowed to get her all all caps bare ass on a plane, and it's fine." But Olivia Cuplo, it, it's Culpo. But Olivia Cuplo, former Miss Universe, is forced to wear her boyfriend's hoodie to fly to Cabo because it was inappropriate. We're truly living in a clown world. All right. Disclaimer. Olivia Culpo was getting on a public, public. airline. Yes. She, w- she was flying commercial. Yes. I was going to say, I don't, 
I see what she was wearing. I don't think it warrants having to cover up with a sweatshirt. I completely but, agree. But she was on a on an airline. She was using an airline on a on a public flight. Lizzo appears it's to be boarding quite clearly boarding a, a private, private flight. flight. Which I get. You yeah. can get on a private plane naked if you want to. Oh, people! I'm, I'm sure concerned. people do. Much much more lewd things happen on private flights. Um, but it was just a, a very funny um, side by side there. And uh, yeah, the re- I got into the replies a bit, and they were hilarious. And Lizzo, power to her. Like you can, you can absolutely do what you want if you're paying to fly private. I feel bad for the pilot who just had to like just mop up like that puddle of ass sweat that was definitely on like that leather seat whenever she got up. And I gotta say, you like you and I are are not necessarily beacons of of physical health. Lizzo has so much ass crack. It looks like the two back cushions of a couch. Like it looks like you're gonna find a remote and an old like some jewel pods in her ass crack. Just <laughs> it's so much real estate. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get into any body shaming or anything here. I mean, again, she's flying private. She can fucking wear what she wants to wear for sure. But yeah, I mean, it, she's she's very clearly trying to make a statement here, and I actually think, you know, for the most part, what she's doing by doing these things is is she is making a statement towards body positivity. And I do think that there needs to be some of that because all growing up forever, we, you make fun of the fat guy or the fat gal. And I, I do think that we need to probably cut that shit out. I mean, to the same point, like I do think sometimes we teeter on the line of encouraging unhealthy living habits. So you know what that line is it's hard to tell that's why i kind of try to stay away from the topic obviously we're talking about it now but well, dude she's flying private yeah. she can wear whatever the fuck she wants um it was just funny to see like so many people like vehemently arguing each way like and i guess that's just the world we live in now yeah that's that's th- I, on the other hand if you expose your your bare ass in public, like, you know. At I'm, an I'm, NBA game, yeah, you are a, opening. She did it at an, at the sidelines of an NBA game. Yeah, like, you are opening people to make fun of, of your, your couch cushion of an ass. <laughs> like, um, but, again, yeah, she clearly wasn't phased by the reactions she got the first time. And hey, more she, power now, she's to added I wish I had the the confidence in myself that she has. I do, too. I wish, I, yeah, I wish I could flaunt that shit walking through Tom Thumb. <laughs> um, just just strutting that ass. Um, I hope she just makes it like her everyday outfit, just like wherever she's going. It, it, like, it appears to be going in that direction, so you might get your wish. Yeah, I mean, dude, if you're that successful and rich and confident in yourself, like, yeah, who, who gives a shit? Good on her. Um, to, to cap this off, obviously... We're, we're recording a podcast, so we have to do our favorite podcast segment. Today I fucked up. That we do. And I found a good one. Um, just by the, the title of this one, you know it's going to be good. Today I fucked up by taking my, er, yeah, by talking my wife into getting 23 and me. Mm. So let's delve right into this one. Today I fucked up current wife and I. To, okay. Is he saying current wife or today I fucked up current? I think he's saying today I fucked up current. Period. Wife and I were both married previously. No. No, he's current, saying current wife and I. Okay. Yeah. 
I stand corrected. Today I fucked up. Current wife and I were both married previously and both had three children each. We went to high school together in a small town. You can already tell where this is going. Both of our families are well known in the area with deep roots. In parentheses, both families been here a long time. Last year, I got my wife an Ancestry DNA kit as a gift because she wanted to know more about her European roots. Um, Then her sister decided to do the same. When their results were posted, it started making family connections, which included my mother, my oldest son, my uncle, etc. Wife's mom comes in the room, so they ask her how we could be related. (laughs) Her mom starts crying and says that when she was very young... She overheard someone say, Tom isn't your father. Jimmy is. Her mom, being from older generation, says she just put it out of her mind and convinced herself it's just a rumor. I called my mom and asked if she's ever heard a rumor that her father could be my wife's mother's father as well. (laughs) She gets quiet for a moment and says, yes, I have. And it was believed to be true by her mom as well and that her dad in parentheses, my grandfather was a well-known cheater slash womanizer. <laughs> we look further into the information on 23andMe, and it literally says that my wife and my oldest son share a great-grandparent. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> More of us are now getting tested on the same platform, but it appears a World War II era secret has come to light. Too long, didn't read. Wife gets DNA test, discovers decades-old secret. Turns out I married my first cousin. Fuck, man. First cousin? (laughs) I must have... I wasn't listening close enough because I thought they were like... I thought their grandparents were... uh, Or they had the same great-grandparent. Which I guess... You you don't you wouldn't have to be first cousins in that case. Holy shit, dude. I think that's every couple's fear when you do these things. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, you. It doesn't matter if you married someone that's from across the world. No, you do those things, and it pops into everyone's head. What yeah, what if? if what yeah, if? Yeah, and it's common. And it's always like, for the most part, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, it's it's a silly thing that you think about, but it doesn't come true. No, these people are like blood related. You imagine when they asked her mother about it, expecting her just to like brush it off or be like, oh no, no, and she just breaks down and starts crying. <laughs> And you're like, oh, fuck, no, no, no. <laughs> what do you do at that point? So, and oh, and I actually God. thought about this for a second. Do you remember um, something happened along these lines with Kevin Gates? Did you, did you hear about he that, married the his rapper? Cut. Yeah, I do. I do so, it's been a long time. I don't remember what happened. So, and I, I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing here because this is not something that I re-looked into, but... I remember this being a big topic. I think it was when I, when we were in college. Um, yeah. It was like Kevin Gates, it turned out, like his grandmother ended up telling him like, hey, that girl that you're with, like that's your cousin. And he was asked about it in an interview. They, they were like, so turns out like you're with your cousin. Like, or, did you stop seeing her? And he was like, no. Nah. No, I do remember that. He was like, no. Nah. He was like, no, nah. like. The sex is good, so we still fucking. <laughs> it's like, look, we didn't know before we were fucking. Why are we going to stop now? Just pretend we didn't find out. But what do you do if you're this couple? You're like, first of now. all, yeah. first of all, procreation has to be a, like out of the like out of the question. Well, it sounds like they've already they've already. Yeah, had I, three I think kids that might piece. be against the law, actually. 
it, depending on the state that you're in, like that is it might that be. is certainly against the law. It might be. because yeah. it, it's so known to cause health defects in children. It, I, from what I understand, I'm, not that, I'm no expert on this matter, but I think it would take like several generations of that to to cause like tangible effects. I think. I think one. I still think it's against one the law, pair of first. I think you might be right. What if they had to? It sounds like they've already they've had three kids apiece already. What if they had to annul their marriage because they found that out? <laughs> <laughs> so we have public record that you have you have like said this. Yeah. <laughs> if you stay together, you will be charged. <laughs> uh, that is so insane. I hope that's real. Just... What state do we think they're from? Uh. Well. I know what the crowd favorite is, but I'm yeah. I'm gonna go against. It's, it's gonna be our home state. Say, I'm gonna say West Virginia. West uh, Virginia. That, that's probably the the. So second she added a couple spot. edits, which, or no, he added a couple edits, which I have not looked into. The tr- the funny thing is, <laughs> oh oh, here <laughs> aside, we're definitely not in Alabama, yep. but we may have to move there now. <laughs> yeah. Knew that, knew West that was Virginia's a, a a good guess. Well, see, I'm also Maybe we're joking Kentucky, on the the, Arkansas. the states that get hate for for knowingly marrying your cousin. This could I feel like this could happen. This could be anywhere. in any small town where their family. Ohio have, is certainly in play. Perhaps I mean, like literally anywhere small towns where families have been settled for a long time, which is like literally yeah, everywhere. Anywhere. So, yeah. to, I mean, the, a small southern town came to mind just because that's where we grew up and. We have families in our towns who've been around. Like, a handful of families have been around in these towns for so long. Um, but, yeah, who, who fucking knows? I, I'd really hope it's real, though. <laughs> I think it is. I don't know why you'd make that up. Because it's such a con. Like, we were talking about it, it's such a common fear uh, when you take these things with your significant other. Me and Callie. I mean, it is such a slight fear, but it's a fear nonetheless. Oh, for sure. Me and Callie don't look alike. Our families are not from the same part of the state. Um, but we're both white and from Alabama. <laughs> and so I was like, we, we were like, fuck, here we go. <laughs> Turns out we're in the clear. No common ancestors at all. But that is, dude, can you imagine when they... Because it comes in slowly. It's got to like dig through files and, and source people's DNA. And so you get more and more... If you've done it, you get more and more results over time. And so you can imagine as the weeks followed and they just sort of like, sure, they're like, something's wrong here. I'm, I must be logged into your account. Like these are, <laughs> these are all my, these are my cousins. This is, this is all my family. Dude, what lengths do you have to go to to like be okay with it? You're like, well, we're all related to Adam and Eve. So like, I guess we're all kind of related. The right? justification. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, we're all man. I mean, humans, we're all the same species here. Dude, I don't personally. I'm I'm being serious here. If that were to come to light, even <laughs> even if it was Mary, and it's like we have like we, I love this woman more than I could ever describe. But like, if it turns out we're blood related, I I would really really struggle to get past that mental block, man. That's you're thinking about that every time the lights turn off and y'all are about to you know get get dirty it's like this is my cousin it's a whole family reunion every night that's that's incredible dude um yeah thankfully we dodged that bullet if if our results me and mary's <laughs> me and mary got a, a an ancestry dna kit we each did for my parents mm-hmm. um this last christmas and obviously it's april we still haven't done it and i read this and i was like do i want to do it like <laughs> 
But again, I, I'd I mean, rather there's, just not know. There's no actual fear. I'll stay in the but, dark. Yeah. I, I saw that. It was fucking hilarious. And uh, the fact that they mentioned Alabama in there, it's like, uh, of course, that's where everyone's head goes. I wonder how yeah. many people have done it. And uh, then you're like, your great uncle was John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh, so just like Joseph Stalin was so your great grandfather. I I grew up with a guy. Um, we had we we were in the same um, sixth grade class, and he is blood related to um, John Wilkes Booth, and I am blood. I am blood related to Abraham Lincoln. Oh, dude, he murdered I, your ass back in the day. Dude, I I literally told him like I might have to take him out just settle for the our score. family line. Settle yeah. the score real quick. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> shit, it might still happen. I don't know. He better he better watch out. It's not look off over his, his shoulder. <laughs> not off the table. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that pretty much wraps up this week. We got into a lot of very varied uh, topics. So. We will. Uh, we're back on a regular schedule. We will probably release this uh, sometime tomorrow. We'll be back on it Tuesday to record for a Tuesday night or Wednesday uh, release. And uh, we don't. We don't foresee any other pauses taking place until wedding stuff really ramps up here in the coming weeks. No, so. probably uh, form. I'd say we crank out another four good episodes before we earn before our next another break, our so. next solid break uh, yeah we appreciate you guys listening to call her daddy um we will we will see you <laughs> next week um but yeah we will we will see you guys we appreciate it all right have a good one yeah.